Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy. And you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Everybody, welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily, scared as always. What, what was that word I just <laughs> said? Was ever and always <laughs> mixed together ever and always scared as always. I was too <laughs> confident going into that word. So Girl. anyway, um, cool. <laughs> um, I'm Henley. I'm scared as always. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh god sammy what I, are you gonna say i'm gonna skip the arrow brace <laughs> okay um i'm sammy and i'm brave oh yeah <laughs> so brave no additional words to say about it and Ooh. honestly that was smart <laughs> <laughs> um did anything scary happen to us this week something scary is happening to you tomorrow mm. i'm going to the dmv bright and early to renew my driver's license and i've always had terrible experiences at the dmv as probably everyone has it's not a place with a lot of good experiences it'd be crazy to imagine someone being like i love the dmv i love the dmv (laughs) um so anywho i'm just really dreading it because i feel like i'm gonna fuck up the paperwork and have to go back and you don't have an appointment i which stresses me out i know i didn't well well, so we're talking about the the real id right which everybody has to do you gotta Mm -hmm. get your real id before october 2020 Mm -hmm. um (laughs) october of this year i guess is not what we're saying Mm -hmm. and the appointments are like completely there are when i tried to get one a few months ago there were no appointments for like three months got it got it so so it's it's booked up so you've ran you've run out of time because yours expires it expires on christmas day so listeners uh think ahead (laughs) make an appointment with a dmv today make it today <laughs> make it today okay what about you guys anything really scary happened um i think no okay. i mean i just sounded like an idiot on our fucking podcast just now <laughs> just a moment ago listeners, you heard it i almost just said on live radio which is not what this is <laughs> no it's neither live nor radio it's a live call-in show <laughs> it's a live call-in show in my dreams um yep so it's just like frazier <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is essentially Fraser. Okay, Sammy, what about you? Um, mine is really stupid. And I told you guys about it already, but I was looking at a few best of the decade lists mm-hmm. and yeah. best TV shows of the decade. And th- three big publications, Variety, mm-hmm. Rolling Stone, and Vulture, IndieWire, IndieWire, all had Leftovers as the best show of the past decade. And you know, I liked Leftovers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but was it the best show of the past decade? Is that the consensus across multiple <laughs> The first I don't season know. the first season wasn't know. even very strong, I'd argue personally. It's just wild. Like 
above Breaking Bad, above the Americans. Oh man, those all one, came out this decade. Yes, there was one that um, Breaking Bad is this decade. I guess well, it had to. Have been. Some of them might have disqualified it because it was half last decade, half this okay, decade. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Americans was just this decade. Americans was just this decade, and I will say the first one I found that leftovers wasn't number one. Americans was number one, and I Hell was like, yeah. oh, thank God, <laughs> there's some truth out there. We love the Americans. and wasn't Game of Thrones not even listed on it? It was on IndieWire's. It was a top fifty, and it wasn't even listed. Which I get that it fucked up in the end there but, but like there were some enough to seasons. discount it. it was like a big deal for a long time huge deal it won so many awards but did it maybe start in the decade but wow, wow, that show was on it took so long to make that show right when was the first season this isn't what this podcast is about <laughs> <laughs> i'm really sorry i'm sorry to really dive into it but this is what really shook me since we last I'm spoke. i am upset i don't play i was it. upset i was upset Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> Scary. Sorry, listeners, for really going on that tangent. Um, well, let's uh let's get to it. Get to it. This week's movie. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm really, really excited. It's been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. Um, this is yeah, one of the one of the more requested ones. Um, because it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I've heard it's really good. It's very good. Let's say what it let's is. Let's say what it is. This week's movie is the Baba Duke. Um, it came out in 2014, mm-hmm. written and directed by Jennifer Kent, starring Essie Davis, Noah Wiseman, and Haley McElhenney. And here to talk about it with us is my favorite person to talk to about horror movies. <gasps> I'm so excited to have her. It's Stephanie Alpala. Hi. Welcome. And we should honorable mention Stephanie has appeared on our feed before. Oh yes, she's the queen of Halloween costumes as well. Oh my gosh! Thank oh, you. that was so impressive. <laughs> yes, she Oops, did a very guy. good Florence Pugh from Midsummer. Oh very my god! Good. We, was... we should repost it. Yeah, let's repost this it. episode. How long did it take you so to make good. that? I started in June. <laughs> wow! Oh my god! <laughs> it that honestly probably took like twenty hours. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. But yeah. where, is it, where is it now? Uh, I couldn't get rid of it. Of course not. So I just kind of took it down pulled it apart and put it in my storage unit because i just you never know when you're gonna need that again exactly yeah Yeah. for your archives um exactly (laughs) well did anything scary happen to you this week stephanie so we live in san francisco now so we're here for the holidays visiting and before we go visit my family we're staying with friends in west hollywood and she just redecorated her whole apartment and it's like beautiful she has this brand new pristine white couch Uh-oh. which oh, no. is immediately terrifying yeah <laughs> oh my god yeah a white couch is like terrifying tempting fate in 100%. a huge way so we were like drinking red wine hovering <gasps> over the table nothing happened with oh, the red wine no. i'm just like fully paranoid like something is happening while i'm here red wine has been spilled on this couch but how you would never you know, know. You, you never, never know. know dark dark colored couch smart smart so we are we brought our dog as well and she has two dogs and she's very obviously aware of this couch. She she cleans all the dog's paws, no shoes oh, in the house. There's a lot of rules. <laughs> and so every night that we've been staying there, I have this recurring nightmare that I wake up in the morning and my dog has just like diarrheaed all over the couch. Oh, no. Like I literally wake up in cold sweats and I'm like, it's, it it's happening today. <laughs> it's happening. And so on Friday, we had this like white elephant party. We do it every year. And Saturday, we had this dedicated hangover day. So I'm like very excited for this hangover day. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she wakes us up yesterday and she's like, okay, it's time to get out of bed. There's a surprise in the living room. And I'm like, it happened. 
it has That's it has happened. Oh, no. <laughs> like sh- my dog has surprised me and i'm like literally like looking at the couch on online like okay we have to replace it <laughs> and i walk out in the living room and our friends had come with breakfast burritos and micheladas oh, and so yeah. i went from literally being the most terrified <laughs> i've been all week to like a highlight what a surge yeah i know i was like oh my god i almost cried honestly that is such a big turnaround yeah, i'm not gonna lie like the white elephant party was really fun but like hangover day was better great better. <laughs> like really great yeah. yeah yeah strongly prefer okay so how do you do so you love horror movies i do love horror yeah. what kind of horror movie what brand of horror movie do you like this is henley's big question i really want to know because there's a whole spectrum of horror movies there, there really is mm-hmm. i honestly love most horror mm-hmm. like you guys i refuse i have never and never will watch any torture porn it's like my one yeah. rule mm-hmm. but yeah. i will say i do like gore mm-hmm Okay. In movies, but I don't like that type of gore. Right. Like, right, I love, right, like, a right, Rob right, Zombie right. movie. Like, I feel right. like... You can, like, corpses. see people get, like, cut up, love but it. not if they're being tortured. There's something... Yes. It's very specific. Like, I, it's not for me. It's have a you, tone yeah. thing, probably. Mm-hmm. Have you right. seen Saw? Has anyone in this room seen Saw? I have seen Saw. I because I was recently saw, told saw. Yeah. that it... The first one is good? I, I thought it was good. I think they get a little more gratuitous as they go yeah. on. It still um, sounds fucking awful it's still, to me. It's, but. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time, so I don't feel super confident talking okay. about how good it is. But yeah. I feel like I remember being like, it's diff- it was different than anything I had seen. So it left an impression on me. Mm-hmm. How many How many are there? Are there three? There's like six. I think there's a lot more than there's that. There's a lot. Yeah. A new one just came Ooh. out, I think, last year. Really? Yeah. yeah. So crazy. Wow. People, I mean, somebody loves them, and we will find out who. <laughs> yeah. We have not gotten there yet, but it's got to be someone. I know. If someone could come on and give a compelling Let case for Saw, Call in. I'd, I'd love to hear it. Tell us if you love Saw. I am mm-hmm. curious. Me mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Um, so when, how, when did you get into horror movies? If you've like lo- just loved them, when, do you have a moment where you're like, oh, I like this? Because it's I was just a, so foreign to it, me. <laughs> I honestly was a very, very scared child. Like, I was terrified of everything. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when I was 12 or 13, I saw I Know What You Did Last Summer and it like fucked me up, like Mm -hmm. which is like so, so embarrassing. I don't (laughs) think I think it would fuck me up now. (laughs) But I feel like the more you watch, like the braver you get. I feel like you guys are experiencing this. Like I'm watching you go through it. Yes, I think that there's something to that for real. Totally. And then I think like honestly, this movie changed things for me because it became more complex like mm-hmm. horror is a genre and it's a way to tell a story a mm-hmm. very complex and emotional story mm-hmm. in a really interesting way yeah there's yeah. no rules really i feel like it gets at least in my head as someone who doesn't watch scary movies it's like oh they're all the same and it's like you're just right. trying to get scared the murderer comes he does this this and, but yeah i feel like there is this whole world of that I'm discovering it's like well this is a drama mm-hmm. that uses horror to tell the right. story 100% right that's what ma- has made me more interested in horror movies although I'm still too scared to watch them is this whole new generation of like the Babadook the Ari Aster mm-hmm. films that they're so like layered and saying so much they're more I guess cerebral yeah um and it kind of made me realize that horror movies are trying to evoke a feeling in you mm-hmm. and 100%. that's their whole mm-hmm. purpose mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not just like stupid slapstick gore all the time. Right. There Mm -hmm. can be different levels of it. Right. And it's all fun. I mean, like that could be fun. Mm -hmm. And like seeing a really cool villain is interesting Mm -hmm. and like silly and and whatever. But to explore like the new generation of horror is like 
very emotional. Mm-hmm. It like explores right. humanity, fear, pain, mm-hmm. trauma mm-hmm. in a really interesting way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like this is a perfect example of that. Yeah. This oh. I had a similar like this was a game changer for me as well where I I like cried through most of this movie the first time I saw it not out of fear like it's like beautiful Same. and like I think this is one I'm gonna want to see I'm yeah. gonna have to drum up the courage though I'm it's really good I, I feel know. like you really could even in its scariest parts it's almost cartoonish mm-hmm. and like it does invoke fear but more than anything it just like invokes like heartbreak I definitely yeah. cried as well the first time I saw mm-hmm. it and I might cry right now I know. I'm like, I like, this morning i was like going back through it to take notes and i like started crying taking notes oh, on it no. wow guys even this cocktail choice might make me cry um it's cocktail hour and our drink this week is called on the night you were born and you'll soon find out why that's a very dark choice for this movie To make this cocktail, you will need two ounces of rye whiskey, a half an ounce of sherry, five dashes of absinthe, three dashes of Angostura bitters. Combine all ingredients over ice and stir and strain into a chilled rocks glass and garnish with an orange peel. Uh, We didn't drink this drink this week because Henley and I are doing a dry January. So enjoy it and tell us if it's good. Cheers. So one thing I wrote down is that Jennifer Kent owns the rights to this movie. And she has said that there will never be any sequel. Mm. And no matter how much money anybody offers her, she'll never make a sequel. because It's not that kind of movie. Has she done other movies? Wow. Since so she, she did the Nightingale. This was her her oh, debut. Oh, and Nightingale also made you cry. Tom. Oh my god! Oh, it's so that different. Is the journey. It is so. <laughs> it is very very different. Wow. It's not, I would, I, there's, def, it's horrifying, the nightingale, but it's not a horror. It's more of a like drama. Oh my God. It's so sad. <laughs> it's funny because after I watched this, I like was looking up Jennifer Kent and then I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, I went, I spiraled back into that nightingale journey. And mm-hmm. then I kind of realized they actually are quite similar. Right. Well, it's, it's, it, she's very interested in like exploring grief and trauma. hundred percent. Yeah. But nightingale is like, like a historical thing not no not a monster movie so i feel like people who are like oh it's like the babadook yeah. i'll see that it's like don't expect them to be the same movie going experience Ed, can you give a brief synopsis of the nightingale like one sentence <laughs> uh cliff notes Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the british colonization of tasmania and it's an irish woman prisoner that teams up with an aboriginal man to like get revenge on british soldiers and it's just so sounds fucking awesome it's really violent and really sad and it kind of dismantles your whole concept of revenge i like went on such an emotional journey through it (laughs) Mm -hmm. because at first Mm -hmm. you're like fuck yeah like kill soldiers and then by the end you're like for what for what like nothing nothing it's not gonna help anything and Mm -hmm. it just like oh but that's oh. her journey too. Like that's yes. I think that's the yes. best part of Jennifer Kent's creations is that she takes you on the exact same emotional journey that her characters are that's on. That's so impressive to be able to do that. I feel like so many films just slightly miss the mark mm-hmm. of that because it's a lot to ask to be able to to get that. She's so good. And I, I there was a while between I mean, what is this, twenty twenty fourteen? And then so a five year gap because she just she said she had so many things offered to her after the Duke, and none of it emotionally resonated with her. And she's like, I don't want to just make any movie. I want to make 
movies that mean something to me and movies that I'm interested in making. So she wrote The Nightingale as well. She wrote this one too. That's so she's really just, cool. Damn. Yeah. She's awesome. Um, another one I wrote down is that William Friedkin, the director of The Exorcist, said he's never seen a more terrifying film than The Babadook, which mm. is quite, wow. a, quite an endorsement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, Babadook is an anagram of a bad book. Mm -hmm. there, is a, there is a bad book in it. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I love that. I didn't know that. And it's also so fun to say. Babadook. The Babadook. The Babadook. What's the thing about um this becoming a gay icon? There's a funny story as <laughs> yes. to why Babadook it makes became me a laugh gay icon. A lot. Basically, it started by Netflix miscategorizing it as an LGBT <laughs> movie. Um, but then the LGBTQ community like really ran with it and and like started attributing qualities to the Babadook, like, oh, he wears like hats and hides in a closet and like has a flair for drama. Like oh, Babadook is like the closest I've seen to myself represented on screen. And he's, he's a monster, yes? Yes. Cool. Yes, he is. So there is there is some conflict, but I think mostly it's just um, I mean, that's kind fun. of a fun, a fun joke. Um, I do like that. And I saw some other tweets that were like saying that Pennywise is also gay and that they're dating. Which is, <laughs> oh my god, what a hot which is, couple! Oh my god, and exactly right for Sammy Smart. Yes. It's like, yes, hello, I Sammy. Here's your interest. <laughs> Same. Um, this isn't a trivia, but it is my probably favorite tweet of all time. You guys have maybe seen it. Oh, let's hear it. Um, I, I have to, it's visual, so listeners, uh, we will we will post it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it's uh, Katie Dippold, who is, is a She's a used to be comedian, but she's a writer. She wrote The Heat. She she wrote and directed maybe the new Ghostbusters. She's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, so it is her at a Halloween party where she dressed up as the Baba Duke. Oh my god, I have seen and this. And nobody else at the party dressed up. <laughs> oh my god. I haven't seen this. Oh my god, it's the funniest thing in the <laughs> Oh my god, that is amazing. <laughs> Halloween when I dressed up as a Babadook, my friend's house had more of a grown-ups drinking wine guy. <laughs> and she's in full head-to-toe Babadook. It's so funny. This you is need like, to post this. We, this it's is the amazing. single greatest so tweet. Like, this is what Twitter is for, in my opinion. That is great. Anyway. Well, um, I mean, is well, it time? Okay, so this week we are not going to watch the trailer now because Henley wants to be surprised. I do. But I'll still edit it in right now. So, if you want to listen to it, here it is. Here it is. <laughs> Where'd you get this? On the shelf. If it's in a word or it's in a look, you can't get rid of the Babadook. A rumbling sound, then three sharp knocks. Ba -ba -ba -duk -duk -duk. That's when you'll know he's around. You'll see him if you look. It's just a book. It can't hurt you. It isn't real. It isn't real. It isn't real. Baba. Guys, I'm so excited to hear about this movie. Oh my god! Okay, yeah, I'm, and it's short. It's like an hour and a half. It's short, right? but then when I was taking notes, I was like, "So much." Yeah, no, I happened. Took me like four hours to watch this movie because I kept pausing, <laughs> being like, "This is important." <laughs> like literally, everything is felt important. Like, there's a uh, lot of is. like quotes that are important, and yes, I literally yes, wrote yes. down every line oh, of the book. Hell yeah, amazing. Um, Stephanie, you want to start? Sure. Um, first of all, I'm really nervous because now knowing that so many people are interested in this movie. Oh, don't worry. And it's like one of my favorites. I'm like, oh. 
I don't feel be like I feel like uh, us loving it will be enough for them to appreciate whatever we say. I hope so. <laughs> I mean, they'll feel our genuine. Man, the more we've been doing this podcast, and the more people actually listen who I like don't know, and they aren't the media family or close friends. Um, and first of all, I just would like to say thank you so much. Um, the more I'm like, oh my god, like. I'm not an expert. I'm not an academic. I'm not a, I don't, I'm just a lady talking. And so please, I'm sorry if I say something stupid or offensive. I'm trying. We're all trying our best. Uh, so that all that's to say, Stephanie, don't worry about you know, it. We're, do, we're doing what we can. I love it. I too am just a lady. So look, here we we're go. all just ladies. We're just ladies. <laughs> None of us are film critics. None of us are oh God, no. experts in this field. No. <laughs> These are just our thoughts we're just and feelings. Ladies. Okay. And we're ready. <laughs> okay. Do you want to add one more trivia? Because oh, yes, I feel like you guys would love it for yes, actors' rights. Oh, oh my God. God. Thank you. Not back. as extreme thank as you. putting cockroaches on, all on top of a human. Because ugh. <laughs> that was no. awful. But um, Jennifer Kent was very specific and did not want to traumatize the little boy in the movie. Uh-huh. And so That's important. anytime Amelia, the mom, is verbally abusing the mm-hmm. child there mm-hmm. is a full-grown man on his knees in a wig <laughs> hearing this so that the child is not present and so like oh. the kid really has probably no idea what this movie is about yeah, got, yeah. so anytime wow. they're on her coverage it's a yep. man on his knees how amazing is that that's that is, amazing that's really smart because he was sick he's he was he's six sick. yeah mm-hmm. also i've got to see photos I would love to see the actor on his oh, knees in a wig. Yeah, same actor. Oh my god! Same. I, hope, I hope that that exists. Also, kind of funny for her to be the same alike. I mean, she's like, yeah, and she's spectacular. Yeah, I feel like I would just laugh through that whole thing. <laughs> That's really tough. That's right. amazing. It's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. 
that's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Should I just go in? Yeah, let's okay. just. Um, okay, so the very first scene of the movie is actually very stunning. Mm-hmm. We see Amelia. It's like kind of slow motion. Her hair is kind of moving around and there's like small pieces of glass and mm. it feels like you're in a car and it feels like you're rolling. Mm. And she turns to her side and she sees her husband sitting next to her. And then she wakes up to her son screaming her name. Mm-hmm. And when she wakes up, her eyes open and she's floating through the air back into her bed. And you realize that she's having a nightmare. Oh, wow. Which is it's I have the chills right now. This is like not going to go well. <laughs> because I'm giving myself full body chills. <laughs> um, so she she wakes up. She realizes it's a dream. And Sam, who is her son, is in her room saying that there's a monster in the room. Mm-hmm. And so he makes her go into his room and they do their checklist. It seems like it's something that happens every night, you know, in the closet, under the bed, behind the door. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he tells her, I'll kill the monster. I'll smash its head in. So he's feeling very protective. He's like kind of the man of the house we're feeling. Mm -hmm. And so she tucks him back into bed and she reads him a story um, and he falls asleep with her. I don't know if you did you watch this? Did you watch the whole movie again? Mm -hmm. Okay, in that scene. He is truly like the most terrifying sleeper. He has his hand wrapped around her throat, <laughs> squeezing her throat <laughs> and grinding his teeth. Oh, yes, yes, yes. He it like zooms the into each like, of the with his mom as yeah. he puts his hand around her throat. Yes. Yeah. Um, the kid is such a interesting character because he's first of all so cute he's like the cutest little like kid so you've cute. ever seen if you're making a scary movie with a kid it better be the cutest fucking it's kid true ever. So it's true cute. well but I, I feel like a lot of times they go for like just like Weird the looking. scariest looking kid they can but it's find. almost scarier when they're so cute because you're like oh my god this is a cute little kid um yeah but he's also just such a terror but. Yeah, it, <laughs> I will say that this movie was kind of like you are not ready for a mother like, <laughs> yes same reminder same, same. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh. So um, <laughs> they wake up in the morning um, and we see him like sawing wood, which is wild for a six year old. Yes. Where do they live? Where is this? Uh, it's in Australia. Yes, it's set so in Australia. They all have Australian accents, which, yeah. as you guys know, Babadook, it's my favorite how do you accent. say Babadook? Do they ever say it? Probably not. They do say it, but I don't know that it sounds that different from Babadook. I don't Babadook? know. Oh, I don't no, know. That, Babadook? <laughs> that was good. Sammy's good at Australian accents. Babadook. Anyway, okay. So he's sawing wood. Uh, So he's sawing the wood and he's like, we see him kind of creating this weapon of sorts. Um, And when his mom wakes up, he's kind of like, look what I made. And then he immediately breaks a window and she's like, this is a nightmare. Yeah. So she's very annoyed with him, but she's getting him dressed and he's very, very sweet and he's obsessed with magic. Mm -hmm. And so he's like dressed as a full magician. He has this like gold cape. It's so cute. And he's like doing his magic trick. 
And we feel this like really intense tension between the two of them. Like it kind of goes back and forth between like one being really sweet, one being annoyed, one being like cruel. Mm. And um, he does this really sweet thing where he like touches her face and mm-hmm. she kind of snaps at him. Like it's a very weird back and forth. Oh, that's right. She's like, don't do that. Yeah. Uh-huh. That definitely lingers with us. And so she takes him to school um, and she heads to work and we see that she works at a senior care center mm. and she works like in the dementia ward. She's very caring for these older people. So she, we see that she has this in her. Like, she is a caregiver. So it's like mm-hmm. a contrast between how she is with her son. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so while she's at work, um, Samuel's school calls her and says that he brought that weapon to school. And so she has to go in and talk to the principal. And they recommend having a, a monitor follow him around, like, all day, every day to make sure that he's not misbehaving because this isn't the first time. Right. Mm-hmm. And so she kind of snaps and is like, absolutely not. Like she finally, we see her stand up for her son Mm -hmm. and says that she's going to take him out of school. Mm -hmm. And so they react and they're like, we don't think that's the best thing for the boy. And she snaps and she says, stop calling him the boy. His name is Samuel. Mm -hmm. She'll come in later. (laughs) It does feel a little extreme to say I'm going to take him out of school completely. She says that he's kind of an odd child and like something like this will add to people kind of judging him. He already feels like so different. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And this has happened like many times before. You get the feeling they've like, we've had all the conversations. This is like, she's like, like, okay, "Okay, last resort. I'll just rather than have him become this like freak. So he's kind of socially isolated right now. Totally. Mm -hmm. He he truly is a very, very strange child. Mm But he's so cute <laughs> and he's really sweet and tender. But like there's something off for <laughs> sure. <laughs> so um, we see them after school go to the market and he's kind of standing with like a little girl and he's showing her a magic trick. And her mom comes up and is talking to them and she's kind of like, OK, like, let's go home and see daddy. And Samuel goes, my dad's in the cemetery. He got killed driving my mommy to the hospital to have me. Oh, no. So then we understand that that nightmare is something probably that's reoccurring from a real experience of her oh, taking, going to the hospital, mm-hmm. her husband dying in this car crash, and then her having to give birth to the son. Oh, no. And the son being totally aware of that. Yes. Oh, my that's God. A lot, that's a lot to carry as, a, as she, a small child. Another like, important thing is that anytime he says something that like could mm-hmm. make anyone uncomfortable but is like something he needs to talk about she's always like Shh, like yeah stop it like don't talk about that and that's like she's don't talk like about your dead dad yes mm. yeah anytime anyone mentions mentions the dad like she's like no we're not talking about that right right mm. not helpful to process not, not at all oh wow i really that in, in and of itself is like is that the most horrifying part of the movie i'm sure it's not but oh my god <laughs> i mean yeah it's, i can't imagine Ooh. can you can you just like imagine going to the hospital and having to like go through labor and birth oh after that husband is yeah no. i know it's no. it's maybe the worst thing i can imagine no so then you also see that or you also get that some of mm-hmm. the like tension between them is this kind of resentment yeah that right. his birth also like coincides with the dad's death so his birthday is this like mm-hmm. oh my god horrible day for her <sighs> Yeah, it's very sad. Yeah, so it's really this, tough. It's really horrible. So in the next scene, we see her with her sister, and her sister has a daughter named Ruby. I think her sister's name is Claire. Claire. Mm-hmm. And so her sister is like very much like the buttoned up, perfect sister. They, her daughter is perfect, but they're both like truly like little bitches. Like they're mm-hmm. horrible. Mm-hmm. And so Claire is telling her that um, Ruby wants to have a princess birthday and doesn't want to celebrate a shared birthday with Samuel this year. 
So then we find out, yes, that they have never celebrated his birthday on the actual day because it's the anniversary of her husband's death. Exactly. And Mm so they've done this like, let's do a joint birthday. But now Ruby's a little too old and is like, again, a little bitch. I'm a little bitch. I don't want (laughs) No. (laughs) We kind of like see them talking this whole time and Amelia is understanding, but is kind of, I think, upset about this whole thing. And in the background, Samuel is screaming, mom, look at me, look at me, look at me, mom, mom, mom. (laughs) And so finally she turns and he's standing on top of a swing set on the very, very bouncing on the bar. Uh Uh-oh. And it just has her like face go like <gasps> and then cuts to like him in the backseat of, of the car like screaming scream the crying. pitches that his voice can Ooh. go to are so and like so his funny. face looks like almost like distorted like yeah. this kid is amazing yeah but he's also really good a handful. <laughs> but just yeah so like obnoxious and so high energy and so draining for her was the implication that she just you fell off the yeah. playground? Okay. I think so. And okay. was like in pain? I don't know. I guess I, he's, he's just not having that a hurt, tantrum. So yeah. my, my interpretation of the scene was qu- kind of like her reaction caused an emotional and, reaction. And right, 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 right. Okay. It, it's not like they don't have to go to the hospital or True. anything. There's mm-hmm. no like injury necessarily, but it just seems like there's a lot of tension like building and building. I'm and sure building. she screamed at him for totally. it. Totally. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And he's and they left and he's freaking out. Yeah. yeah. And they've okay. already had a rough day. Like he got yeah, kicked yeah, out of school yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we go through this whole like journey with Samuel. I wrote down that he's sweet, annoying, misunderstood, and terrifying. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ooh, what a set of adjectives! <laughs> he really is. Like the whole thing. Like the first time I watched this movie, I'm like, is he possessed? Like, what's happening? Like, yeah. he's terrifying. Like, he he's is, truly like he is the perfect boy for mm-hmm. this role. It's well done. Good casting. Very creepy. So they get home, and we meet her elderly neighbor. Grace, I believe is her name. I can't. I didn't. It doesn't really matter. She's um, so sweet. She's so sweet, and um, and we see Amelia again being really tender and offering to take out her trash and all this stuff. And so we see like her giving care for everyone outside of Samuel, basically. Mm-hmm. So poor we, Samuel. That sucks. I know. It's sad. It's really heartbreaking. I'm excited to see the trailer now because I'm so curious about what this little kid looks like. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll watch it at the it's end because you gotta see it. I gotta see it. You gotta see. Um. So then we go into the house and we meet Bugsy, who's a really cute little white fluffy dog, and the dog is scratching on the basement door, which is truly never. never a good it's sign. never a good sign. No, when the dog <laughs> sees something you don't, it's bad. You news. just move right out. Don't buy a house with a basement <laughs> right or an attic. Just don't, don't even buy one. Everything on the same floor, preferably no walls. Just <laughs> look at the whole, a big box. <laughs> no corners. No corners. <laughs> just no, a big circle. No storage. No corners. <laughs> Um, so we cut in tonight and we see them going through their whole routine, you know, like checking the monster, the room for the monsters and reading the book. And so tonight it's Samuel's turn to pick a book. And so he picks out this like beautifully red wrapped pop up book called Mr. Babadook. Mm-hmm. So she's like, where's this coming from? Whatever. I've never purchased this book. Yeah. You. <laughs> OK, this doesn't look familiar. So I wrote down the the like quotes in the pages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You can't get rid of the Babadook. If you're really a clever one and you know what it is to see, then you can make friends with the special one, a friend of you and me. His name is Mr. Babadook, and this is his book. A rumbling sound, then three sharp knocks. Babadook, duck, duck. 
that's when you'll know he's around. You'll see him if you look. So this is like when she's starting to like get a little weirded out because the imagery is like, yeah, it's like a pop up book and it's like quite scary. It's like (laughs) just truly black and white. And then the pages are like kind of like dirtied a little bit. Like, and she's like, "Hmm, this is a little weird. Mm. Um, And is she reading it to him? She's reading it to him. Yeah. This is what he wears on top. He's funny. Don't you think he is like a giant top hat, basically. Mm hmm. See him in your room at night and you won't sleep a wink. Oh, God. So this is when Samuel starts to spiral. Like, he's like, what the fuck? And, like, the imagery is getting scarier. Babadook is getting bigger and bigger and in this And do we think book. he has already seen Babadook? Or maybe not yet? Because he keeps, he thinks there's a monster, right? Or is that just that just a, that's that a question gave thing. me full body chills because I've never thought about that. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> wow. He's definitely like obsessed with monsters it's mm-hmm. triggering something i kind of yeah. feel like he hasn't yet but i think that he is just so ready for monsters yeah. to be there mm-hmm. he's identifying that, something yeah honestly so though, now that i'm thinking about it i kind of do feel like it is you know yeah yeah maybe because there's a yeah. the babadook we'll save that yeah, oh yep, yep, yep. i'm excited okay um so they're both pretty freaks so, as they're yeah reading. and like samuel is like What's happening here? I'll soon take off my funny disguise. And once you see what's underneath and then you turn the page and it says there's no imagery. It just says you're going to wish you were dead. Oh, my God. Did she read that out loud? She's like, you're going to wish you were dead. Good night. I think think she skips that part, but we see it. Oh, God. That is so I feel like scary. Th- doesn't she go like uh and then like the Babadook was gone and like everything's fine and she like panics. Oh, wait, the other thing is like um on one of the pages I don't remember which one it was but we see a little boy laying in bed and the Babadook mm-hmm. is like hovering over him oh, and oh. so Samuel so then we like cut to Samuel literally scream crying saying like what happens to the little boy like what happens to the little boy and so he like is identifying exactly exactly (laughs) that's what happens (laughs) oh no so she finally like calms him down she's like reading him another story he finally falls asleep and so she takes the book into the room is kind of looking through it and then decides to just hide it on top of like her wardrobe so Mm -hmm. that he can't reach it but it's like still very present in this home mm-hmm. and so she's just like kind of overwhelmed by the whole thing so she heads downstairs to watch tv and she's like going through this like late night television like a bunch of infomercials like those like late night like sex calling mm-hmm. commercials whatever mm-hmm. and she stops on this black and white movie and we see this like this couple kind of like tenderly kissing and she looks very annoyed mm. um and so she just turns off the tv and heads up upstairs and then we see her take out her vibrator mm-hmm. oh. i know i was like oh this is not what I thought was happening after yeah. this. You looked annoyed by love. <laughs> um, here we go. So she's like, let's just like relax and like enjoy she's myself. She's had a long day Yeah. Too. Oh, yeah. She, she really has. <laughs> so she's using her vibrator in bed and Samuel comes in oh, no. screaming and disrupts her. Oh, no. <laughs> At the climactic moment. Too. Yeah. Lock <laughs> it's that. like a long True. Oh, God. Oh, God. Amelia. <laughs> Timing on that. And yeah, he's like, the papa duck is in my room. Oh, God. And she's like, there is no Baba duck. You know, like, she obviously understands that he's traumatized by what just happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, she lets him sleep in her bed that night. And um, she starts hearing footsteps in the hallway. But then they stop, and so she doesn't really think anything of it. It's like kind of like an old house, and so I'm sure there's probably like 
house noises. Mm-hmm. So she goes to sleep and everything's fine. They wake up the next day. Samuel is no longer in school. So she has to go to work. And so she takes Samuel to um, her sister's house and makes him promise no monster talk, no talk of the Babadook, none of that. This is Claire and Ruby's house. Exactly. Um, so we see Amelia go to work and we meet her coworker, who I feel like is supposed to be really sweet, but I felt immediately like untrustworthy of this man yeah mm-hmm. i think it is supposed to be like a, presented as like a lifeline to her like move forward men can be yeah you can like have another relationship but it's yeah he's like maybe weird casting yeah i don't know <laughs> i, I just like, like i'm very off put by this man. in 2019 we're like no <laughs> it's funny because like don't th- trust him there are very few men in this movie and like they're all the worst <laughs> like truly the worst um yeah so She's talking to him and he's being really sweet and they're kind of flirting a little bit. And she's saying like, oh, yeah, like my son's homesick from school, kind of lying. She feels like embarrassed of what had happened. Um, and he says, you know, like, you should just go home. I'll cover for you. And so she's like, are you sure? So she leaves work and she goes to the mall and we see her sitting on a bench having ice cream at the mall. Just and like a little honestly, day with like, herself. Same. Like that is like <laughs> oh the God. best me time. <laughs> so like, okay, like she it's is like very still taking care of herself, yeah. kind of, you know. Right. Um, and so she goes to go pick up Samuel after her me time. And as soon as she gets there, Claire is just like, Mm-mm. Where have you been? Like, cause they called the work or mm-hmm. whatever. Oh. And they, she was like, We thought we thought the worst, and like he won't stop talking about the Papa Duck. And I <laughs> oh, of course. The one thing I asked him not to do. <laughs> um, and so we go back home and we see Samuel in the basement where he's like practicing all his magic and he has like all these boxes out and he's like he mm-hmm. has those um what are those like those like Chinese like fireworks that you throw on the ground yeah, and they're like yeah, yeah and they like kind of like yeah it's snappers. like his like mm-hmm. fire traps and mm-hmm. not poppers so amelia goes down to the basement and like catches him and she's like you're not supposed to be down here like all of your father's stuff is down here like get out Whoa. and so then we see like all of the dad's stuff is kind of like strewn about the room, like pulled out of the boxes and it is kind of like messy. And we see her find this photo and kind of like hold it to her chest. And it's like of the two of them. And then we see like what I assume is like an, an old suit or an outfit of his like hanging up on the wall. And it yeah. like, looks like a human. Like it's like the pants oh. are hung up and the shirt on top and then a hat on, like where your head goes. Mm-hmm. So you're like, that's kind of weird. Then Robbie comes over oh with my like god, I flowers. didn't even write that part. I just like clipped him out of my movie. <laughs> <Robbie> <laughs> it's, a, it's also like a weird little short scene where he like basically comes over to like try to be nice and like check in and So Robbie's the the, the, the co worker. And but then he just like leaves, right? He's like, Okay, bye. Yeah, it was like the end of him. Weird little Yeah, it's a f- I, I guess just supposed to be like another little lifeline that she's shutting out, I guess. Mm. Yeah, or she's like still closed off to even like the opportunity of Mm. maybe finding someone else. Right. So later that night, she goes up into her room and she sees all of the belongings from the basement, like just like all over the room. Like the suit Mm. is like kind of like just like Mm -hmm. destroyed on the ground. And she finds that photo that she was holding on the bed and her husband's face is like scratched out of it (gasps) with a pen. No. So she immediately snaps and she blames Samuel. And is like screaming at him. But Samuel thinks it's the Babadook. And so he starts to like grab his weapon and like he's like, it's him. It's him. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, like this isn't this isn't acceptable. Mm-hmm. And so she gets him to bed 
and we see Samuel laying in his bed, staring at his like wardrobe. Oh, no, his no, wardrobe's no, no, open, no, no, and he's no. just staring like into the shadows. Mm-mm. And nope. so, <laughs> no thanks. No. So Amelia's downstairs doing the dishes, and she like just hears this like thud and screaming. So she hears Samuel screaming. So she rushes upstairs. She sees that the wardrobe is knocked down, like face down on the ground. It's huge. It's like a giant wood wardrobe. Right. Like and she couldn't fu- have even pushed. No, it over. there's no way. And so mm-hmm. then we see, so she finds Samuel into the bed and he's like catatonic. Like his eyes are like open and he's like frozen. He's terrified. He's terrified. And he just is saying over and over again, don't let it in. Don't let it in. Don't let it in. Oh, God. Oh, my God. So scary. And then she finds the book back in his room. Uh, oh. And he couldn't have reached it where There's it was. no way. She takes the book. She rips out all of the pages and then she goes outside and throws it in the trash. Never works. Nope. Um... <laughs> Uh, they both Maybe go this to- time. Maybe this time. <laughs> Doesn't hurt to try. <laughs> and then that's the end. Oh, happy <laughs> ending. Oh, she throws the book out. So much to think about. <laughs> and credits. <laughs> really complex film. Um, so they both go to sleep and she starts hearing the, the loud footsteps again. Then nothing happens and she just nothing goes back happens. to sleep. Back to sleep. All of her like sleep sequences are very like dreamy you get the sense mm-hmm. that she's not getting good sleep it's like yeah. they, they do a thing where like the the light just goes from like mm-hmm. dark to light and she's like woken up still like mm, yeah in a weird state she's not oh. getting good sleep no, i mean that's definitely not <laughs> uh so then the next day is ruby's birthday her princess birthday and we see um amelia in the kitchen with claire and claire's friends who are like truly equally as awful if not they're like yummy mummies awful. from us Aus- oh my <laughs> this god this is an australian oh, reality god. show that yummy i love mummies. my favorite Wait, line what is that? <laughs> it's like so silly um it's like these pregnant australian women who are all really bitchy to each other and one of them is, is like obsessed with burberry and it's my go-to australian <laughs> i'm gonna say it say, say it. it um she says i'm gonna have the biggest burberry baby shower in all of adelaide <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, of Adelaide! Adelaide, the biggest Burberry baby show. They're obsessed Basically, with designer brands, and it—they are the trashiest humans. It's a reality ever show about that. about bitchy Australian moms, and this is kind of what these moms 100%. are like. That's oh a great reference. I also <laughs> really want to watch the show. You should watch it. It's great. So one of them is talking, and she says that she volunteers with disadvantaged women. Like, this is, like, to comfort Amelia, by the way. She says that she works, she volunteers with disadvantaged women, and some of them have lost their husbands and find it very difficult. Oh, what an empathetic person. Isn't that soothing? (laughs) I know other people whose husbands have died, and it's tough. It's It's also super helpful to always just, like, weasel in the fact that you're volunteering somewhere, you know? (laughs) In my experience, As a volunteer. (laughs) Helping other people. (laughs) Well, then she goes on to say that her husband has been working really hard, that she doesn't even have time to go to the gym anymore. Oh, no. Isn't that rough? That's rough. That's really rough. So Amelia obviously snaps, like fully snaps at her. She's like, that must be so hard for you. Like, I can't imagine not being able to go to the gym. And Claire is like horrified. Yeah. But honestly, she should be horrified of her bitch friend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So then we go outside and we see Samuel is like hiding from all these princesses. And Ruby finds him in the treehouse and tells him to get out. And then she tells him that he's not even good enough to have a dad. (gasps) What? And so he's it's really sad. She's truly awful. He's like, he's like, I have a dad. Oh my god, it's so sad. Oh my god, it's so sad. (laughs) Like, no, you don't. 
Uh, no, nah, you darn. You little Australian girl. No, nah, you darn. <laughs> that's so mean. That's next level mean. It really is. That's shitty. And wow. so he Kids are awful. pushes her. He pushes her out of that tree house. And I bet he, oh no, Uh-oh. this is a raised tree house situation. It is a raised tree, tree oh. house. And she gets a big old bloody nose. She falls right in her face. She oh, literally God. falls directly on her face. <laughs> Okay, at first I thought she was gonna die. No, she doesn't. Oh, it's not that. It's, it's not, not that high. It's not I was that like, high. I was, I was I like, this is when the movie really turns. <laughs> We're really all broken by hereditary. I mean, exactly. I'm just waiting for that. And then she falls in the treehouse and her head snaps off. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just causes a bit of a scene. Claire yeah, gets very gets in mad. Big trouble. Yes. Um, and Claire's, yeah, um, um, Amelia's like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And Claire's like, just stay here and watch the rest of the kids. Make sure he doesn't hurt anybody else. And like, oh, no. Yes. And then I think it cuts to him in the backseat of the car, like banging the front mm-hmm. seat with his feet. You know how when kids <gasps> yeah. like just kick yeah. and just like screaming like, <laughs> like he's just so annoying and bad. And yeah. Bad. Like, well, he just doesn't know how to he's deal with his emotions. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. She's not helping him process anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> And so, yeah, in that scene, he's, like, screaming, like, I didn't mean to. And then he's, like, the Babadook. Like, he's still talking about the Babadook and mm-hmm. screaming and crying. And so she pulls over and she says, there is no Babadook. And then Samuel, like, freezes and turns to his <gasps> side. And he's then he just... seeing something. Yeah. So it's, like, next to him in the car. And then he just starts, like, seizing. Like, he goes into, like, a full seizure. Mm-hmm. He has, like, a claw hand. His mm-hmm. face is like frozen and he's like seizing. Oh no. So she like takes him out of the car and like a neighbor calls and like helps call the, the hospital or whatever. And so we see her at the doctor's office and there's really no. Do you remember? Diagnosis? Yeah, there's no diagnosis I at don't, all. He, sh- no. Basically, she's just like, can we have sleeping pills? Yeah. And he's like, sure. <laughs> I guess he's okay. And they're like, oh, it just as like. I think she just refers it to it as like fainting later or something yeah. mild like that. Whereas like it wasn't that. Mm-mm-mm. Also, he turned, yeah, saw something <laughs> and seized. But so she's just like, can you please prescribe us both sleeping pills, right? Like no, she just or just for him, him, just for him. And he like is kind of like a little bit cautious about it, but he he does it anyway. Can you give a six year old sleeping pills? I guess so. I guess. Like mm-hmm. little little. Kids sleeping baby Benadryl. Yeah. Um and yeah, she's just like, please, 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 like we haven't slept um in days. Like we're so tired. And he like reluctantly like gives her a prescription. Like a small amount mm-hmm. until she can go to like a specialist, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we see her her giving him the sleeping pills. Mm-hmm. Um and he tells her, even like <sighs> this scene kills me. He tells her that he loves her and all she says is, Me too. Oh, Aww. that's like even in those like tender moments, like there's like such a distance between them. Aww. You don't want to hear me too after no. after I love you. So sad. It's very sad. So yeah, so she gives him the sleeping pills and feels that relief and like literally like floats into her bed again. And she sleeps till eleven a.m. Mm-hmm. the next day. She oh. like finally gets a a night Real of sleep. sleep. Um, and so she wakes up and she's refreshed and she goes downstairs to make breakfast and then she hears a knock at the door. Answers the door. There's no one there. She hears a knock again. There's no one there. But then she looks down and Mr. Babadook is on her doorstep. The book. Uh, uh-oh. Uh, so then she starts going through it and sees that like all the pages are like taped back together. Like it uh, is the same exact book that she ripped up. It's, so it's not it's a just new book. Pu- it's, but put it's put back together. Um, yeah. That's scary. Yeah. 
that's definitely scarier than it just being just fully intact. Full, yeah, I agree. <laughs> but then because yeah, you're like, who did this? Someone actively someone did put it. this yeah. back together. Someone found it in the trash, took the time to put it back together. But not only that is that there's also new pages. Oh, because there was blank pages in the end yeah. previously, <gasps> and now they're being more filled in and more personalized oh, oh. <laughs> very personalized and very sinister oh, okay. so this is after the last page we saw was your you'll wish you were dead yeah now there's more great oh, there, it gets worse you want there to be more <laughs> after that yeah do you have the new lines yeah, written do. down okay <laughs> i'll wager with you i'll make you a bet the more you deny the stronger i get let me in and then the scene is her laying in bed with the babadook covering over her mm. you start to change when i get in the Babadook growing right under your skin. And this image is her standing with her arms out like like Jesus pose. And then behind her is the Babadook in the same pose. Mm. Oh, come, come see what's underneath. And then there's a pop up of her holding the dog by the throat, like <gasps> twisting its neck. And then the next page is her holding Sam by the oh, throat, twisting his neck. God. And like this whole time you see Babadook like shadow kind of behind her. Mm-hmm. Like in real time. Or in the book. It, oh, it's in like the book. in the pop-up book. Like, oh, yeah. okay, okay. Um, and then the next page is of her slitting her own throat oh, and bleeding out. Oh my God. Yeah. Mm, not good. Mm-mm-mm. Things are not looking great. So she decides this time that she's going to burn the book. Mm-hmm. So not, she gets like a bunch work. of lighter fluid and lights that bitch on fire. Even though it just said, it just the said, more mm-mm. you deny. Yeah. <laughs> the stronger yeah. I get. Feels she's like, like she's not eating the warning. <laughs> Um, so right after she burns it, we see her talking to her sister and she's telling her sister that she's a stalker. And so her she her sister's like, just go to the police. Like, I don't know what well, you want me to do. Book, so yeah, I don't have evidence. And so she hangs up with her sister and she gets a call and it's just like kind of like a staticky sound. Oh, and then God. we hear ba ba duck. duck it's duck. so scary. No! It's so scary. And this is in the daytime. So the, even daytime can be scary. Oh, it's so scary. I hate that. And also while she's on the phone, her hands are literally covered in ash. Like that's my favorite part of this like whole scene is like she's starting to like look unhinged. She's looking unhinged because she burnt the book and now she's like covered in ash. Her hair is getting more and more like crazy. Mm-hmm. Where is Samuel when all this is happening? Like asleep? He's he, well. He was. With, I think he's there. Um, yeah. he was with her when she burnt the book. He like okay. they're he like looking it. at each other yeah. while she does it. Oh god! So I think he's he's around, probably okay. playing with some of his contraptions or magic. Soon magic something. So she does decide to go to the police station. So she walks in and she says, "I have a stalker," and the police are guess what assholes. Mm-hmm. So there's like <laughs> this three lady cops. with ash on her hands. Come on, yeah. They're like uh. nobody's stalking you, lady. <laughs> um, and so. They're like, oh, what? You got a book? Okay, like scary, spooky. And she's like, yeah, in the book, it depicts like me and my son being like brutally killed. So, uh, yeah, I got a stalker. So they're like, okay, like, let's see the book. Like, show us the book. Mm-hmm. And she's like, um, well, I, I burned it. And so they're like kind of snickering to each other and like they're just like being dicks to each other. Yeah. And she kind of looks past them and she sees on the wall like pants and a coat and a hat <gasps> hanging. But they're in the shape of like Bob, like we see like Boba Duck hands, which are like kind of like really pointy, like witchy gloves. Kind they're of, they're really scary hands. They're just pointy, black, long, Ugh. spooky hands. Would you describe them as being root vegetable like? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, sounds because they're kind to of me. almost. Um, they're kind of almost two dimensional. 
Oh, in okay. a way, which is like like like, like in a pop up book. book. Okay. Yeah, yes. And so she sees that and is like, "Oh God!" Like is starting to kind of think like, "Oh, is this real?" Mm-hmm. Like something's mm-hmm. happening. And so she just leaves. And so like we truly like start to see both. Amelia and Samuel kind of like spiraling a bit, but like Amelia has like really lost hold. Mm. Um, and so she goes back home and Samuel is with the neighbor and she freaks out. What does she, she like comes to she comes to pick him up and he's like I, I can't remember the neighbor's name. He's like, Mrs. Whatever has Parkinson's. That makes oh, her yeah. like shake like this. And he like oh, yeah. impersonates like someone with Parkinson's. And again, she's like, Samuel, like, shut up. Stop it. Like anytime he says something inappropriate rather than like treating like, it. That's like, not OK. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, she's yeah, just no. like, la- yeah, freaks out at him. And the neighbor says like, oh, he sees things as they are or something like that yeah. He's like, she's like i don't mind mm-hmm. like that's it's okay mm-hmm. and and she compares him to his dad she says oh he's just like oscar oh, he yeah. sees things as they are and so not only does does amelia snap at samuel but then she snaps at claire for the first time she's and like, it's like why do you have to keep bringing him up mm-hmm. like stop bringing him up and then like storms back home um and then at home i mean the next thing i have written down is the Cockroach. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. no. Oh, yeah. There's a cockroach. I don't like cockroach that that's on where her starting. shoulder while she's doing dishes. Mm-hmm. And she, like, freaks out and, like, brushes it off and then, like, moves toward, like, sees one by the refrigerator, I think, and um moves toward it and pulls the refrigerator. Oh, no. Oh, no. And there's, like, a crack in the wallpaper and you see, like, something move. And oh, she, God. like, pulls it open and eventually reveals, like, this big hole in the wall and all these cockroaches just come out. She just starts like cleaning the entire kitchen, like empties out like all the cupboards, everything, like everything's everywhere. She's cleaning like crazy, and then basically like child services type yeah, people come. It's exactly, like, because she has taken them out of school, they're like, we just have to come and like check t- <laughs> to see oh, no. to see Perfect if everything's timing. okay. She's looking insane. And she's covered in ash, <laughs> and like and all of her stuff is everywhere. She's wearing like cleaning gloves. She looks. Her hair is so Truly messy, deranged. just getting messier and messier. Oh, no. And they're like, we just need to like have a few words with Samuel. And this is my favorite, oh, favorite my God. part oh, no. is Samuel is on the couch and they're like, hi, Samuel, like, how are you? And he's like, I'm a bit tired from all the drugs my mom has been giving me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's good. And she's like, not drugs, like medicine from it's prescribed. Like, I'm not drugging him. She's like, sorry, it's just like things have been so crazy. And now I have this huge cockroach problem from this big, like, hole in my wall. And the hole is gone. They like, she like goes to show them and the hole is gone. So she just looks like insane. She's losing her mind. And they're kind of just like, well, see, we've caught you at a bad time. So the Babadook is gaslighting her. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. They're like, they're, they're like, um, child services people are just like, I guess we'll come back later. Yeah, which seems like a weird strange. move because it's like, do you feel like job? The, do you feel like they're like, okay, we're taking this kid later, but just maybe? No, not. I think they're kind of like, we'll come back when you're like, well, you like to let people really prepare uh, their best. It, is, it does seem weird. Appearance. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, know. it was services. weird. I think because they were coming back the next week, they were just like, okay, like if it's still like this, right, we'll right. take action, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah this could maybe. be a weird day. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so. You know, they leave and it cuts to nighttime and she's doing the dishes and her kitchen window goes into like her neighbor's house. And so she sees her just like sitting and watching TV and she looks down and she does the dishes again. And when she looks up, she sees in the shadows 
Mr. Babadook standing behind Claire. <gasps> but it's like in the shadows. It's done really well. Like it doesn't look cheesy. It's like only a slight silhouette and like a little bit of light on his face. It's oh. very scary. It's really, truly terrifying. I feel like these are scarier than jump scares where there's no sound yeah. design to like be it's like scary moment. Like it's just like he's just there. Your eyes have to find it and you're just like, fuck. I do have a question about sound design. Is there like a score or music in the background? The score is really feel- good. It's very mm-hmm. like subtle. Very subtle. I, I think okay. um, it just lets a lot of the tension that's happening mm-hmm. between the characters kind of be the be the main driving factor. Like there's no real life. It's not relying on score to make anything mm-hmm. scarier or more tense, but it is like just kind of a like kind of haunting, subtle backdrop to it. It's okay, great score, mm. Got it's it. beautiful, and the sound design, which I will get to later, is truly spectacular. It's really good. Mm. Um, so she gets distracted in her own house, and when she looks back, he's, he's gone. gone. Mm. So she's like, something's up. I am unwell, and. That night she heads to bed and she starts hearing scratching on the door. So it's gone from the footsteps to scratching. And so she's like very scared. And then she hears Bugsy bark. And so she's like, oh, it's just the dog. And she's so like, she, yeah, she's like, thank God. And I, I, that was my reaction as well. <laughs> so she lets the dog in um, and they go back to bed. But then she hears the scratching again. And then the door creaks open. And we see Mr. Babadook like enter the room Sneak in the into, shadows. Like, the shadows. <sighs> it like slides back to like the farthest corner we, of her room. Just a quick question: In the trailer, do we see oh. him? Because I'm I really want to know what I don't he, remember. Like what? I can't remember, but you can find it online. Definitely. Okay, I want to see like what what physical. But you don't form. You don't see him takes. a lot. And okay. she's and I remember reading something with Jennifer Kent, mm-hmm. or maybe it was just a review about it, where she's like she doesn't really care about the the creature design of him because mm-hmm. it's less about that and more about you know his impact. What he represents. On, yeah. yeah. No. And okay. so it was. It's not like the craziest. They're creature not trying design. to scare you with that yeah it's just that he's there yeah yeah and honestly i feel like that's like the most interesting part because i feel like there's so many horror movies that will show you like way too much but Mm -hmm. like just the presence is so much scarier like the way that this is done is so well done it feels like it's all about her reaction to him totally right yeah and so but we like do see him like we see his like kind of shadowy figure and we see like his like spiky little hands Mm -hmm. and so she immediately Okay, wait, no, this is the sound. This is where the sound comes in. Because mm-hmm. so, he has kind of a weird little, like, creepy jingle to him. It's when kind he, like, of like slithers an in. insect sound. Yes, it's yes, like, yes, yes. It's oh. like that clicking kind of. Ew, 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 yes. Ew. Oh, no. Yes, And that's so, like, right. we first like, hear it, like, kind of like, yeah, like that. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so, um, so we hear that, and then she throws her the blanket over her head which is always like a very weird instinct like to hide yeah. it's a very childlike instinct it's very it childlike very like, if i can't see him he's not here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so then we start hearing him say his name in his like very scary low voice <gasps> no. sammy baba duck <laughs> <laughs> um and so she starts like peeking out from the blankets you see him like kind of creep into frame but he moves in a very like i mean jump cutty type way yeah. like it's, it's like, like stop motion yeah like stop motion almost oh. and it's just like getting closer and closer yeah so it's 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 on the ceiling above her oh, it's God. like uh-huh. and it looks he like looks like a bug her like it was in the book yeah he's like kind of curled up like above her but on the ceiling like kind of just like a little like like in a fetal mm-hmm. position kind of mm-hmm. whoa actually i just thought of something 
um (laughs) just had a realization (laughs) um symbolism so she's just like looking at him and he dives into her Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh he said he was gonna get under her skin yeah Mm -hmm. he did and so she wakes up sam and is like we're going downstairs and he's like why and she's like because i said so and yeah Mm -hmm. and the babadook is inside of her at this point like not fully yet i don't think he but he's with uh, her yes, now yes for sure like she's, she's not like so control yeah, yeah. That she so she's her own self but the babadook is yes with her. yeah exactly yeah. it's closer he now. has not taken over her. right no mm-hmm. and so they go downstairs like she wants to be in like an open place she wants to have the tv Art. the tv is very comforting mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. can be mm-hmm. um and so samuel is sleeping on the couch and um she starts watching tv and again, it's a black and white movie. It's like it almost looks like silent, like a silent film, like, like a very old, like 20s. Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. That is, style. I literally wrote that down. <laughs> it looks That's a lot like that. Comforting. Um, it's very spooky. Yeah. It's I'd really say spooky. Yeah. Um, and a Babadook figure mm-hmm. is yeah. in the movie. I can't remember. She eventually falls asleep, right? But you can see that she's like so like out of it. And- I don't think that she sleeps at all. She's like zombie like watching this and it's like kind oh, of coming right. through like different It does the thing where it, like images. The, the lighting changes yeah. and you see that she just watched TV all night until morning and then she goes up to her bed to try to get yeah. some sleep and Samuel comes in and is like, I'm, hung- I'm hungry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Breakfast, breakfast time. Kids, you have to feed them. You have to. <laughs> Gotta do that. And she sits up and says, if you're so hungry, why don't you go and eat shit? Oh, my God. And he runs out of the room. Well, obviously. This is where we have an adult man yeah, on his exactly. knees. <laughs> this is where he enters the scene. Um, <laughs> but before that, she says, and this is important. Mm. Why do you keep talk, talk, talking? Oh. So she's starting to talk like him. And that's when we realize, like, he's, uh, he's here. Oh. He has entered. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. No. <laughs> Um, so he's like <laughs> cowering in his room. Samuel, he's very scared. She just really scared him. Well, and she told him to eat shit. And she's <laughs> I like, I like it if my mom. Like <laughs> <laughs> I would like it now. <laughs> I like it now. Um, and she comes in. She's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, you, what can I do? Like, we can have ice cream for breakfast. We can go to a restaurant. Like, she's like trying to undo what she just did. And he's like, won't let her touch him but i guess eventually agrees to go to the restaurant Mm -hmm. i mean he's hungry (laughs) he is hungry so they go out like just to get out of the house and have food and on the drive back amelia sees a bug on her and then she sees like more in the car the same cockroaches as like small cockroaches Mm -hmm. and so she's like what the fuck trying to like shake them off and then she looks in the rearview mirror and she sees what looks like the babadook's body crawling up the back window on top oh. of the car mm-hmm. Uh-oh. and so she's like kind of screaming and like swerving <gasps> and she ends up crashing into yeah. one other man this is the last man in the whole movie and guess what <laughs> he's rude oh, <laughs> oh, no. of course he is doesn't ask her how she's doing if the kid's okay just like what the fuck no, are like, you an idiot driving crazy with a kid in the car of course of course like he's just Women. a dick <laughs> <laughs> yeah and she just drives away she's good for just her drives she's right like away. i'm not gonna deal with this and yeah. she just drives off look which, i got bigger problems honestly than you, my yeah friend. that's the last thing on her list <laughs> yeah. and this is i feel like she's totally like lost it yeah. at this point so mm-hmm. then the next is like you see her in a bath mm-hmm. with all her clothes on, silently, like, staring oh, no. at the wall. And Samuel comes in and is like, Mom. And he, she just lifts him up in all his clothes and puts him in the bath with her. Like, there's she, water in the bath. Full bath. 
And she's like, it's nice and warm in here. Oh, God. <laughs> and he's like, just confused, I think. And then um, she goes, like, I guess just like after this, we see her go down into the basement and grab Oscar, her husband's violin. Mm. And she takes the violin and then she crawls into bed, like cradling the violin. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. And so, like, Samuel's like watching all this and I think he's like seeing like something's wrong. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so then he crawls into bed with her and like kind of tries to like cuddle her, like big spoon her. And he wraps his arm around her and accidentally touches the violin. And she freaks like mm -hmm. she like snaps at him mm -hmm. and her voice is starting to sound different yeah it's like mm -hmm. like deeper and scarier yeah it's like <laughs> kind of gravelly yeah not like fully possessed but like kind of just like her own voice sounding yeah. like yeah deeper throatier um so they fall asleep and she wakes up to like multiple voices whispering oh god like at first you can't hear it it's just like and then you hear there's someone in the house. Oh my god, that's oh right. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my oh, god. Sorry, oh my god. So I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so scary. Um, no, that's it's the point. really that's scary. The point. I, yeah, I can't believe so I didn't write that down. She that hears, was the part that scared me the most. Her eyes are closed and she hears. Yeah, and it's multiple voices. It's like women's voices and men's voices. What? And then in it's her really house? clear. Yeah. And so she wakes up and she's like, she goes downstairs and she catches Samuel downstairs on the phone telling Claire, the neighbor, that something's wrong with his mom mm. and asks if they can spend the night. Mm. And it's him saying, I think it's him saying, like, I think there's someone in the house. Mm -hmm. Okay. I just gave myself the chills again, you guys. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> this, oh my God. Okay. okay. <laughs> so Emilio grabs the phone from him and, and explains to her, like, everything's fine and hangs up. And then she screams at Samuel, she takes the phone, she takes the batteries out, she takes oh out god. a knife. Oh my god. And is like holding it like stabbing motion and then goes and cuts the phone wire. <gasps> She's like, Is that like, is this gonna stop you? She's like, Is this what I have to do to keep you from embarrassing me in front of our neighbors? Oh god. Just like, refer to her sister as the neighbors? <laughs> oh no, it's sorry. not the sister. Oh, no, sorry. It's sorry. the sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old woman. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I can't remember her name. But so then they're like back in the living room again and she kind of falls asleep and she, sees she first she goes around and locks all of the doors and windows mm -hmm. in the house so like he can't get out mm -hmm. they're stuck inside mm -hmm. she gives him more sleeping medication oh, and no. he hides it like he pretends like he's taking it but he doesn't mm -hmm. take it mm -hmm. um and so this is when she spaces out in front of the tv again there's something terrifying to me about someone spacing out in front of the tv for it a long period it totally. looks really it creepy yeah. too like if, yeah with everything else like totally. dark around you and not sleeping she's not sleeping she's like fully hallucinating at this point it you reminds know? me kind of of requiem for a dream the old yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. just watching tv yeah, all day totally. it's mm. so upsetting and i feel like it's like cycling through the channel she's going through different channels and ends up on a news report of, oh yeah 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 of mm -hmm. Um, a mother that killed her son on his seventh birthday, which and is she, like, coming up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And she like squints to look at the TV, and it it's she sees herself in the window with like a very scary smile on Terrifying. her face, like <gasps> looking back oh. at her. And then she looks over and sees Samuel like bloodied oh, and dead, and then. Samuel and is like freaked out and then does Samuel wake her up? Yeah, she starts screaming like Samuel, Samuel and then she wa she wakes up almost to Samuel screaming at her 
and she's holding a knife above him, hovering oh, above him. Mm-hmm. My God. Oh, my God. I'm, like, seriously freaking my own soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And it just got, like, cloudy outside. And I'm like, oh, no. Spooky. Oh, spooky. Spooky. It's spooky. And the dog is, like, scared of her now, too. It's the thing sure. that I wrote down at this yeah. point. She's, like, she's feeling, like, so stressed dogs and tired. Energy. Yeah. And I think at some point she's like, oh, what's the dog's name? Bugsy. Bugsy. She's like, Bugsy, come Bugsy. here. And like tries to get it on his, her lap. And he's like, no, like, no, 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 no. Like, yeah, he's not down. Um, then there's like another dream sequence. Mm-hmm. And she looks over and Samuel's not in the on the couch anymore. So she's like, Samuel, Samuel. And he's standing behind her. Mm. And his eyes are closed. Mm-hmm. And it looks like he's kind of sleepwalking. And so then he walks towards the basement and um, goes downstairs. So... We see her follow him, and when she gets downstairs, he's gone, but Oscar is there, her husband. Mm -hmm. And so they have this, like, long hug and a kiss, and she is like, I thought you were dead. Okay. And, like, they're holding each other, Mm -hmm. and he says, we can be together. You just need to bring me the boy. Oh. And then just repeats, Mm -hmm. bring Bring me me the boy. boy. And his voice gets, like, scarier and scarier as he says it. Bring me the boy. I just remembered. Bring me the He's boy. He's not the boy. Mm-hmm. His name is C. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Bring me the boy. I don't know how they're connected oh, it's yet. So creepy. I just like got it. It's so <laughs> creepy. And it goes from Oscar's voice into the Babadook's yeah. voice. Like, we yeah. start to hear that kind of, like, low, like, gravelly. Okay, so I forgot to tell you in the beginning, in that dream, when she turns to her, uh, when she turns to Oscar, he says... I think it's going to rain. Oh, yes. Because that's what he said the night of the Yeah, the right before. Accident. And so when he's saying, like, you could bring me the boy, you can bring me the boy, then he says, I think it's going to rain. And so, like, that's when she, like, snaps out of it. Um, yeah, then she goes back upstairs and, oh, and then she starts hearing that sound again, the insect sound. And then she looks in, like, the doorway in the kitchen and she sees the Babadook, like, oh, yes. floating out of the yes. doorway. It's floating after her. And then she runs upstairs mm-hmm. and it's kind of chasing her. And it's in the room before she gets there, yeah. right? And... You don't really see it again in the room. It's just kind of her room is very shadowy. <laughs> Not good. And it's just kind and of she's like kind of shadows. like trying to hide and like different pieces of his clothing are kind of like falling. So it's like she like hides by her bed next to the fireplace. And like it's kind of silly, but like his hat falls out of the, mm-hmm. the fireplace. Mm-hmm. And then like mm-hmm. we see his like hand coming around the corner mm-hmm. and then she like crawls away and we see like his like cape fall. Like she's just like trying to get away from him, but like being constantly reminded that this person is or this like creatures around her and we like keep hearing his like growls and his sounds and then he like fully goes into her you ju- you see it from from she's like crawl like army crawling kind of mm. and you see it from her face she like kind of sits up a bit as if it's going into her back mm-hmm. oh god and her pupils just dilate. <gasps> oh god and oh, that's god. all that's all you see it's Ugh. very terrifying. Um, and so then we see her now back in front of the TV. Looking and now scary like, as hell. Sh- terrifying. And she is now making these like weird insecty sounds. Ew, 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 ew. And through the whole movie, she keeps like kind of like touching her jaw. Mm-hmm. Like maybe she has like a t- like a cavity mm-hmm. or like a toothache like a or something. Toothache. And so um we see Samuel hiding. With the dog. With the dog. And so the dog like wiggles out of his hands and like goes to Amelia and is like growling and barking at her. And she snaps and she just grabs him and brings him into the kitchen and just breaks its neck. (gasps) 
no. Which is truly the worst part of the whole movie. It's really upsetting. Oh. And she like throws it on the ground. They told us it was coming. No. And oh. then right after she throws it on the ground, she like winces and like reaches into her mouth. Oh God. Oh God. I hate this. Oh no, no, no. And pulls no, out. No, 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 Like a dead no, tooth. No, 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 no. So now she's looking even scarier and crazier. Has like, like blood bloody, all over her yeah. face. <laughs> throws her tooth on the ground. <laughs> Um, I really don't like tooth stuff. I don't like it either. Mm -hmm. I'm going to probably have a tooth dream tonight. No. no. (laughs) I have those a lot. Oh, God. Um, So then she, like, snaps around, and Samuel's, like, watching from the stairwell. He, like, saw all this, and he's like, "Uh uh-oh, like, something's up. And, like, she starts running towards him, and he runs upstairs. But, like, at this point, she's, like, very Mm animal-like. Like, almost like a werewolf. Like, kind of, like... Like not moving like a human. No, not at all. And so she chases him upstairs and he locks himself in the room. She finally breaks uh breaks through. This is the scene where she's definitely screaming at a man on his knees in a way. Yeah. And she says some very they it's have a really big, heartbreaking. So they're screaming at each other and or she she screams or he screams, I just want you to be happy is oh. one of the first things he said. Like, I just want you to be happy. And she's like, oh, you just want me to be happy, like being an asshole, like being fun. And she's like, well, sometimes I just want to smash your head against the wall until your brains come out. <gasps> and I think he said, he says, you're not my, you're not my mother. Yeah. Like he like, is like, this is, you're not you. Okay. Well, and she so also sad. tells him in that moment, she says, um, you don't know how many times I wish you died instead <sighs> of him. <gasps> oh, God. It's so sad. I don't know how this little kid goes on after this. I'm going to guess he doesn't. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to take a guess and say oh. his end is near. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's very hard to watch. It um, really is heartbreaking. Easier to think it's a man in a wig, though. Mm-hmm. That does <laughs> not be easier. Thanks, it's much easier. Like, oh, it's fine. It's just a man in a wig. As opposed to, oh, it's fine. It's just a movie. <laughs> That's <fine. laughs> that Didn't even me. cross my <laughs> mind. No, no, no. No, no. Adult man in a wig? Cool. <laughs> and then he th- he throws his little firecrackers at her. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this is danger. Danger, danger. <laughs> I need oh, to God. get out of this situation. Oh. And he uses his weapon, too. He uses some of his little tricks. Yeah. And ca- gets mm-hmm. away from her and hides in a closet in the hallway. Mm-hmm. And then at this moment, there's a knock at the door. And it's the neighbor who's so sweet. And oh my God, oh, no. she's like, oh, I no. just want to check to make sure everything's okay. It's not. And and um, Amelia's like, yeah, we're fine. We're fine. And then like uses this moment to like try to trick, like sends her away, I guess. And then uses that to try to trick Samuel. She like gets on her knees and is like, Samuel, I'm sick and I need help. Oh, and like, just like come over here. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So then he he uses more of his little she like lunges at him, I guess. Yeah. And he uses that like it's it's like a weird backpack weapon that has like a. Oh, what yeah. Is that called? Like a like a like a slingshot. But but there's like a ball on the end and it like flings at mm-hmm, her and mm-hmm. like hits her and distracts her. Mm-hmm. And so he's able to like get away. And oh, this whole. Uh, uh- yeah, I don't know what it's called, but I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's kind of like a medieval it's weapon. It's kind of like a slingshot. Kind of, yeah. But, uh, oh, oh, but oh. Um, catapult. Catapult. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. There but like go. a mini Trebuchet. one, a mini backpack. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little mini one, and he hits her with it. And then... um, Well, in this whole time, she says, like, I'm so sorry. I haven't been the same since your dad died. Right. And your whole she- life? Well, then she says, I want you to meet your dad. Oh, oh. fuck no. Oh, no, no. no, no. Mm-hmm. 
And so they're talking in the kitchen and she's like, this is where it is. She's being really tender with him. Mm -hmm. And then he grabs the knife from behind him and stabs her in the (gasps) leg. So he's not believing anything that she's saying. Yes. Yes. And so um, he runs down to the basement and he had like basically created this whole like booby trap yes situation like, like there's a like a wire, wire. Just her in head. Yeah. yeah and like basically he's able to like knock her out and tie her down holy shit and so she's like tied down to the ground what's that is it gulliver's travel yeah yeah it's like, yeah. It's like it's that very much like that um and so she like wakes up and she's like tied down and she's like fully possessed she's at this like point. a demon at this point like looks so scary and is just screaming nonstop. like every blood vessel in her face yeah. so <laughs> and just this actress is so good she's so good and this whole God, this is the part so this good is the part too. that i actually think i cried in my same <laughs> and so he's telling her how much he loves her he's just saying i love you i want you to be happy i want you to be safe he says i know you don't love me but i love you and i'll never stop loving you oh Oh. my god oh Oh. my god it's so sad and she's she Uh, is there any other lines that she says that's sad or she just like she she reaches to try to strangle yeah she's able to like get her arms out she gets one yeah like hand free and she's trying to strangle him and as she's strangling him he strokes he uses his hand to stroke her face oh my god it's i know i am not okay right now. oh god i'm not gonna be able to do anything after this i'm like really I, we need a hangover day for this fucking movie. um and he's basically just like I, I love you i love you and like and there's some moment where she tries to overpower yeah i think it. she just like i think that like kind of snapped her it out of it a little bit back. and so she tries to fight the Babadook out of her and she does and she like kind of like does this, like shaking and like we see him like leaving her body like she like vomits this like she vomits crazy black blood. blood yeah it's very gross and then she's covered in blood she looks very scary but we're like okay like mm. we did it mm-hmm. and I don't know they walk back up up the basement stairs into the house and Samuel looks at her and looks really scared and she's like, what, what, like, what's happening? And he says, you can't get rid of the Babadook. And then he's like, flies up the stairs by like an invisible force, like throwing him. Oh, my God. And I, again, have full body shots. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's had some little re- realization that like, you can't beat the Babadook. No. Oh, my God. Um, and so he's being like flung around the house, <gasps> banging into walls, oh, being no. like beaten up. And she eventually like jumps and grabs him and like pins him to the bed to protect him. And the bed starts like bouncing oh, and God. shaking and going crazy. The Babadook is in the, the creepy corner of her bedroom again. Mm-hmm. Well, it's so Oscar. Oscar comes out of the shadows yes, again. Yes. And he's calmly telling her, keep breathing. Put the seat back. Ten minutes. We're almost there. Aww. I think it's gonna rain. Oh <laughs> my god! And then we like hear the car crash, and we see his head get sliced in half, no. and his body fall to the ground. No, and she just like drops to her knees, sobbing. Oh, and then no. and then Oscar gets pulled back into mm-hmm. the darkness, and then it's this confrontation with Baba Duck, where she's like, "What do you want?" And it's got these creepy, I guess they are kind of like insecty looking wings mm-hmm. or something yeah. coming out of the like middle of the room. And she's yelling at it. And 
she's she I feel like has like a moment of like like I'm like you're nothing it's like ownership yeah she's like realizing like I'm not gonna be afraid anymore Mm -hmm. and so she says you're nothing you're trespass well she's screaming screaming it and like you're nothing you're trespassing in my house and she says if you ever touch my son again I'll fucking kill you Mm -hmm. and what happens he like and like the house is like cracking like the oh, yes. walls are cracking the ceiling is cracking like mm-hmm. thing like it's like breaking down mm-hmm. and like there's like wind coming in and like she's holding sam in front of her mm-hmm. and like the wind starts pulling sam so she's like holding mm-hmm. him by his arms mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and then she like she grabs him right she grabs she, him and then i think she just kind of like beats whatever yeah. the force is it like settles down babadook is like on the ground kind of crying yeah he's like moaning he's weak making sad noises small Mm -hmm. she goes to touch him and then we hear this like screeching sound and then we see the camera get pulled down into the basement so Uh, that like the babadook gets like dragged to the basement Mm -hmm. basically Mm -hmm. and so then we cut to it's samuel's birthday yes and it's like the community uh or the child services people come back the house is decorated for his birthday and uh they're back they're like sitting on the couch talking to them and he's like this is my first time celebrating my birthday mm-hmm. and they're kind of like what and the mom like rather than being like Shh, like don't say that mm-hmm. like of course we saw she's like well you know his father died mm-hmm. um when he uh, when he was born so it's like basically addressing the situation and giving voice to it rather than you know freaking out and yeah for the very it. first time for the first time yeah, and they like just talk about, you know, like, yeah, he's going back to school next week. Like, mm-hmm. she's taking responsibility and ownership again of like mm-hmm. her life and his life. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, okay, things look great. So, mm-hmm. um, so they leave and then it shows Amelia and Sam in the backyard, like kind of gardening and she's like collecting dirt and like worms. And, and he has yeah. like this giant bowl of dirt and worms. I'm like, what's going on here? Uh huh. And then she then eventually takes this bowl of, worms down to the basement and is like looking nervously into the shadows sets it down in the middle of the room and you like don't know what's gonna happen and then this force like lunges at her and pushes her backwards and is like screaming in her face and she's scared at first and then is like it's okay it's okay it's okay Mm. and like soothing the babadook Mm -hmm. it's it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay and then it like slinks back and like grabs the food and eats the food yeah and, and then she just she goes, goes back, back upstairs out. and is yeah then like playing with her son so he's like sweet. sitting on her lap and they're just sitting in the afternoon sun and smiling and that's the end of the movie oh my oh. god i wasn't expecting a happy ending it is. oh that's good Except that's for, really except good. For the, except, except for the, for the dog. dog. Yeah. yeah, the yeah. dog definitely mm-hmm. died. Mm. Um, so the so she's tending to, to her grief. Mm-hmm. the grief, but like yes. he, it's like you're fine, you're here. Mm-hmm. Here's yeah. some worms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the first time I saw it, I saw it very much as like, and I mean, I think it is all of these things, but I saw it very much as like a personification of depression and even of the like stages of depression yeah. mm-hmm. like denial like it's like the more you deny the stronger i get oh yeah and just kind of and it's like i saw it more as being like the babadook is this like representation of her like dead husband and like the like not 
dealing with the trauma of that, you know, not addressing the grief properly and rather just like pushing it down and how that makes it stronger and it's not like making it go away. Mm-hmm. This time I was like, oh, it's like more of her like her resentment like personified mm-hmm. and like maybe some like some um almost postpartum type things I was seeing. Like it's like the the dark side of motherhood. That yeah. You don't always love your kid. And like I feel like so much in horror movies is like um it's like you see a lot of protagonists that are like trying to protect their kids. And it's like, well, what happens when you like hate your kid? Because mm-hmm. sometimes you do. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. I was just like, oh, there's so many interesting. And like, sure. by not dealing with it, here. it just got worse and worse. Right. And she could have given into it. Yes. And killed him. Yes. And like, yeah. And how it doesn't just affect you, it affects everyone around you. Totally. And yeah. especially your son, your children. Yeah. <sighs> My God. It was great. What a good story. It, it really was just is. like a really, Such really a beautiful- good story. Totally. It really, honestly, like this movie could be a drama, like a mm-hmm. simple drama without the Babadook but I feel like that adds so much to really like fleshing out mm-hmm. all of the parts of the story yeah mm-hmm. it is it isn't just grief it's it's everything it's like womanhood yes. motherhood wow trauma just now I am realizing this is exactly what I feel like horror canon should do because mm-hmm. it allows you to add a surreal element to drama like totally. it's like this is I feel like those are the this best is like magical yeah, realism mm-hmm. um and like I, I was like, if you did make this a drama without the horror element of just like, oh, a mom who's grieving, it doesn't have the same work. You like need yeah. that other thing to tie it to and like put it in this magical world. And it's so well, cool that horror gives you the ability to do that. I think also because when you when it's played in a real way, I feel like, yeah, it like doesn't it doesn't capture the intensity of those emotions necessarily. Because they're not grounded exactly. in reality. Yes. Those feelings. Like, and those feelings are so intense and so overwhelming and feel so crazy to you that, yeah, it feels like this is the way to um, show that is yeah. by making it like a bigger than life because it feels that way. And how it does like change you. That yeah. if you dwell on it and, be, and let it take you over, you're like, you're not yourself. Right. And lots of feelings are horrifying. Just Most absolutely horrifying. <laughs> Most of being alive <laughs> is awful. <laughs> it's true. So why not just show it through horror? Yes. Damn. Yeah. Really good. Really, really, really good. I'm so excited to watch the trailer. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I thought you were going to say to watch the movie. And I... <laughs> oh, God, no. Really? I was thinking <laughs> no, no, I sort like of want to. I know. I am. I say, feel like I say this a lot at the end of the podcast. Yeah. And pretty much every week. I really need to follow through. You got a lot of movies to watch, Emily. <laughs> Maybe this time. This time I'm yeah, I would I feel like, like you it. could watch this one. Like mm-hmm. there are definitely scary moments, but like even in like the monster, like he is kind of friendly looking still. Yeah. yeah. I think it would just be harder to watch a small child be in pain like that. Yeah, it sounds just that's like very, very hard to watch. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah that's the hardest. That's the that's thing. The it thing. has a happy ending. The, it does have a happy the ending. first time but I does watched it, it, is that kid gonna be okay? I mean <laughs> Yeah, he I mean, he, I think he will. He'll be better. Because he was he has, born in trauma. Like, obviously, he's going to carry yeah. this for the rest of his life. But I think that's, like, the point. Yes, it's that's like, the point. Is exactly. That's the other part that I love so much about the ending is that it's, like, trauma, it, that never goes away. Yeah. And you do have to learn to live with it. And you exactly. do have to feed the monster feed it, in your yeah. basement and, and become friends to, with it. And know how to soothe it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not because be scared of it. it's not something you Ugh. can just eliminate from your life forever. You have to be friends with the monster in your basement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
good life lesson. Beautiful, beautiful message. Beautiful life beautiful lesson. Message. I wonder if, um, like, twenty five years from now, people will watch this movie and be like, "Oh, it's so on the nose." Do you know what I mean? We're <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> emotionally evolved. This movie. Yeah, maybe twenty five years is too yeah. short. Maybe twenty five years will be fucking fine. <laughs> No, people won't be fine, but they'll be so used to like this way of storytelling. Well, this is the first kind. I feel like the first one that I saw that kind of went into this territory. And now, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think Hereditary did it. Midsummer did it. That's kind of becoming more. It's like kind of like a new wave of horror. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we'll all be extinct as a species before we reach a point where we're all so well evolved that we're like, (laughs) yeah, I know. Tend your monster. We get it. That's that's why we'll be extinct. (laughs) Yes. We will be fucking dead. Every single one of us. I feel like this movie did get a lot of backlash from like regular horror fans. who were Like it wasn't scary. The ending was stupid. And it was like, it's not the point. Yeah, it's very polarizing for sure. (laughs) Point. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. You did an amazing job. You did an Thank amazing job. Seriously. Really Thank did you it so much. I hope so. This movie is very important to no, me. It's a it was podcast, great. so nobody gets to know this, but I, I mean, all the notes, uh, there was a novel happening. I didn't want to leave anything really, out. No, it was, it was good. Perfect. It was good because I like frantically took notes and I missed a lot of stuff. So Ooh, thank God. God, it was good. Thank God we had it. Thank, thank you for having me. This is really fun. Yeah. Oh my God. It was oh. so much fun. Such an honor. Um, um, have you ever been the Babadook for Halloween? I haven't. I've been thinking about it for a long time, but yeah, I haven't done it yet. Okay. Mm-mm. I did something kind of similar. Did you ever see Sinister? No, you didn't. And I know not. you didn't. No. Did I did you? not. No. So it's like Bagul is like supposed to be like a the boogeyman. And that's another fun he name. Kind of looks similar. So I okay. feel like it would be too too close. Yeah. Too close. Yeah. Well, you got, I mean, you're trying to mix it up. Yeah. You've got all until I guess the summer to figure yeah. out. I have a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> couple months. Yeah. <laughs> we can make a vision board. <laughs> Thank you. Please. We're collaging in 2020. <laughs> that's our 2020 goal. Oh, I love collaging. it. Uh, Think of me. Wow. <laughs> Um, well, should we say goodbye in the Babadook voice? Definitely. Yes. All right. How do we do it? We'll just give it our best I shot. I say Babadook. <laughs> That's your sample. Babadook. Bye-bye. 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 Yeah, well, that was pretty good, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Okay. Um, from bye-bye. all of us here at Too Scary to Watch. <laughs> goodbye. Oh, my God. It's so spooky. Bye. Bye. Hi, everybody. Sammy here. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. We had such a great time with Stephanie hearing all about the Babadook. And if you loved this episode as much as I personally did, you can go to Apple Podcasts and rate us or review us. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We are also on social media at TSDW Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. So head over there for some exclusive Babadook content, such as screenshots of the tweet we talked about. (laughs) Okay, um, see you next week.